Hey Bessie, welcome back to the breakdown with Mary Lawal. We are back. Zena. Hi, how are you everyone? On today's episode, we first of all, we're gonna talk about um this situation with Stevie J and uh, Faith Evans. And for those of you who don't know who Stevie J is and who Faith Evans is, um just a backstory to them. Um Stevie J uh, um was one of Biggie's um best friends and uh faith evans was once married to biggie as well and stevie j was um is um faith evans sons to biggie godfather allegedly i think so uh fortunately they both got together and got married about two or three years ago so now um stevie j filed for divorce and is asking for a spousal support from faith evans so let me go to you first, Zena. What's, what do you think about the situation? Um, so I think that like it's just such a strange situation. I didn't know anything about the situation until Hollywood Unlocked brought it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even know that they were together in the first place. I've only ever known about Fate Evans. I've never even heard about Stevie J. But I think being so close to Biggie that he's allegedly um the godfather is just it's just weird mm. it's i don't know how to describe it but it definitely feels a little predatory as if he was just waiting and for the marriage to be that short it definitely feels like a cash grab definitely feels like he went in there just for the money mm-hmm. i think that was his plan all along obviously i don't know you think so i don't know i think it's a little weird that he's known her for all this time and then now she's obviously still vulnerable and then the marriage only lasting two to three years it is a little suspicious Mm. but yeah i can't say for definite but i do think it's weird yeah but what do you think about her as well though because at the end of the day right this is my point this is how i'm looking at it right let's start with him being one of biggest friends right Mm-hmm. close friends and uh, how did she even first of all even start to find him attractive to be like be with him that like like that for me is something that still can process that's the godfather to your son mm-hmm. and like how did you explain this to your child and for the fact that she didn't even protect herself from it because you you have to have no Stevie J Stevie J is like it's a community property, let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. It's just like as bad as that. It, it's worse than Tristan, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So for the fact that she went into that kind of a relationship with him and like their marriage, why didn't she protect herself with prenups? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. I think in our society that women are so used to being the victim in these situations, but we have to call out like what it is. Mm. She knew what she was getting herself into from the description. Mm -hmm. You know, she should have protected herself. Like, obviously I'm sure you must have been saying things there to make her feel secure, but- How can you trust a man like that? Yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Faith is not even just getting the money from her because she is an artist like you know mm-hmm. she's a writer you know yeah. yeah so at the end of the day she's just not getting the money for a job that she does part of this money that he's asking for now is biggest money as well 
Yeah, that's really disgusting. So, yeah, that's for me, it really is disgusting, very, very disgusting. So, the father is asking for spousal support from her, knowing, like, you know, that's my friend's ex wife. Mm -hmm. And when I'm taking away from her, I'm taking away from the children, I'm taking away from my, from my um, godson, like, yeah. you know, how is that even okay? Like, what, what exactly did he bring to the table for her? Mm hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. So that brings us to the update. So Faye Evans has asked the judge to reject the VJ's spousal support request. But how is that going to be possible though when she didn't have prenups? That, yeah, I actually, I don't think it will be possible. I mean, the judge could look at like how short it was and look at what we're looking at. Like from the perspective we're looking at it, I think it was an obvious cash grab. I think he waited for a time where she'd be vulnerable and just went for it. I think if you had the capability to do it now, he had the capability to do it when Biggie was still alive. Mm. You know, so if the judge looks at it from that perspective, maybe. Well, it's going to be hard to look at it from that yeah. perspective because she, he has to go by, he or she have to, he or she have to go by the law, you yeah. know, because this is something that she fucked up on. Yeah, she should have protected herself. I like because I've seen a lot of this situation happening a lot in Hollywood, mm -hmm. that black women just continue to be this, um, uh, do like provide for this man, and this is what they get at the end of the day. Like you know, they leave them like this, like with almost nothing. You ask him for spousal support from a woman, a money that you never worked hard for, because he was a writer as well. What happened to his money? Yeah. So, like, for me, the way I'm looking at it, what did, what exactly did he contribute to our life? Exactly. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Like, yeah. because you know, this is one thing women need to learn from: protect yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, protect yourself because a lot of people really find the word prenup like as a taboo. It's not. Mm -hmm. You know, as women, we have like women in music industry have to work ten times harder than men. Mm -hmm. So, like, the father, she just trusted him that much, knowing that this guy have been a community property for so long yeah. to every woman on the on the, on the the street, mm -hmm. every woman in the sketch. So how could she let herself be fooled like that is just something I don't understand. Yeah. So being this podcast being a podcast of apagamy, this is what we talk about all the time. Just protect yourself. Yeah, exactly. Pro protect yourself from men like this because... They have nothing to offer you, but to take from you. Exactly. I think it's about time that we discard of that whole women marry for love and men marry for what they see and what they can get out of a relationship. Mm. I think obviously we're always talking about even evening out the playing field and mm -hmm. just thinking more smart, you know, thinking yeah. more strategically because in this situation that love ran out very quickly run out in what three years mm -hmm. and now she's unprotected and vulnerable and he's getting what he wanted from the get-go he's getting the money he wasn't there for love he wasn't a good friend because if you were a good friend you would never have done that he wasn't a good friend to biggie he wasn't a good father good godfather to the son like mm -hmm. it's just horrible how he's it's clearly just a cash grab and he doesn't care about the collateral damage he doesn't care about what's gonna happen afterwards yeah but what i don't understand is the fact that every time right men fight for spousal support and they're doing this 
the old society is so quiet. It's like it's so normalized. Yeah. No yeah. one says anything. But if she was a, if it was her fighting for this, mm -hmm. she would be called different names. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, the documentation would have been out. Like people yeah. would be reading it online for everything that she asked for. Yeah. In details. Yeah. So, but when it comes to men, everyone is so like quiet. They can report it like very lightly, but they don't really go in on yeah. them as much as they go in on women yeah. and they call women gold diggers so what do you call men in situations like this it's yeah. very double standard yeah it is because we're not to say that there aren't men who don't deserve it but in a lot of cases they're they're just asking even though they haven't contributed anything to that person or to the marriage mm. and there's nothing said about it but when women literally put aside their lives they literally put aside their careers to be a homemaker and now they're asking, hey, I want reparations for all the work I've put in, all the labor I've put yeah. in. It's just, yeah, it's usually from the media, they're crucialized. It, it's really unfair, though. Yeah, it is. That brings me into um, a relationship of a 50-50. So do you think you can be in a relationship, like even in a marriage of 50-50? It really depends. Like... 50-50 emotionally, mentally, but not financially. And I'm going to explain why now. <laughs> okay. So, we're, like, we're laughing, but it's so serious. The way you broke it down, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> because seriously, like, men only want 50-50 when it's financial. Mm. You know, they don't want 50-50 when it comes to being the homemaker. Mm. They don't want 50-50 when it comes to labor and giving birth and providing them their children to provide their legacy. They don't want 50-50 if it comes to cleaning and domestic. And I'm not saying that like just because a man pays for everything that he shouldn't contribute to the household. But oftentimes... They don't. Yeah, they come to the relationship with the expectation mm. that that will be done 100% by the woman. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, finances should be 50-50, but everything else shouldn't. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Like, you know, <laughs> I think I'm just in a place where right now I can't do 50-50. Yeah. You know, like, I call it 100-100, right? Yeah. You take care of your own part as a man. Yeah. Because for me, what makes a man a man for me or the head of the house for me, or the head of the relationship is what you can provide. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? As a man, if you can't provide for me, you're not like you're not the head of the house for me. I'm sorry. Like, and I see a lot of people complain about this, and there's some like it's very kind of um. Certainly taboo, and it's a hot topic. It is a hot topic, but at the end of the day, a lot of people struggle with it because they're like, some women as well, they're like, they don't mind. They're like, they want to be independent. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's something that they would do because they don't want that kind of um, uh, control. They think that when a man provides everything, it means that it's controlling, it's going yeah, to be controlling over them. I think when it comes to situations like this, one relationship brands every other relationship, and it's not fair. Mm -hmm. For example, we often see, unfortunately, they're abusive and power hungry men mm -hmm. who are willing to pay and then have all the power in the media that's what we see mm -hmm. and it's almost brainwashing as women because this whole feminist like i am a feminist but when it comes to 
finances, this whole feminist agenda, I feel like is pushed by men yes. because I think it's, they're telling us that it's empowering and yes, to certain degrees it can be empowering, but in the way, in the manner that they're doing it is almost like false because it's under the pretense that like, oh, 50-50 is, everything is 50-50, but in reality, it's not. It's not because how can it be the head of the house when he doesn't pay his bills? Yeah. And it's not like he's going to be given birth. It's not like he's going to be the homemaker. It's just not the case. Like that could be the case for one rare couple. But when we're looking at this overall, it's just not the case. And when these women are coming out and saying that, oh no, I pay the bills and blah, 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 blah. That's great. It's not, it's not the honor, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's great for you, but there shouldn't be any shame in women who don't want that and that's part of the whole gold digger movement because you as a woman when you're putting down another woman for being independent that's not feminism it's not it's not because it, let me tell you this right a lot of men that talk about 50 50 are men who can actually provide for you or who don't still don't think that you're what they're you're what them invested in yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Because a, a man's job is to take care of the mortgage or the rent, the bills. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kids or no kids, right? Children or no children. A man should take care of his household. Yeah. Because that's the only way he can earn his respect in his home. Like, you know, because if I'm doing everything for you, I'm not saying that if a man is doing everything like 100%, right? And then he falls short sometimes, like maybe something happened, like with business or whatever, like work or he loses his job. Uh, yeah, as a woman, for a man that's been there doing all those things for you, you can step up. You get what I'm saying? Just for a short while, just for him to get his feedback. But just to do the 50 50 thing, like financial aspect of it, uh, it's not for me. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> Why am I doing 50-50 with you when I can do do everything by myself? Yeah. I might as well just be by myself. Yeah. Because what a lot of women don't understand is that men can be alone. As women, we can. Men can't. Yeah. So, like, the fact that they want you in their life, but they want you to split 50-50 with them, you should never be okay with that. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I don't get it. So, um, what do you think about... Um, a, a man uh, calling, looking after their children, babysitting. I think that perfectly refers to what we were saying in the earlier discussion about the 50-50 because men, I'm not saying all men, but a lot of men who say that, call it babysitting, they're able to see themselves as an external figure from the house mm. because they don't see themselves as a homemaker. That's the woman's job. So... They literally are able to like distance themselves away from their own children, mm-hmm. which is just crazy. I don't think people who think like that should have children. Yeah. At that point, you're a sperm donor, not a parent. Not a parent. And there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it perfectly aligns with this whole 50-50. A lot of cases is bullshit because if he can sit there and consider his own children as babysitting, he doesn't see you as his equal. So no. 50-50 doesn't make sense because 50-50 is seeing each other as equal when he doesn't. He mm-hmm. sees you as the person that's going to be the homemaker, yeah. the cooker, the everything that that takes. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he's just going to come home and contribute what? Last what time? do you think about guys that say that, oh, nah, I can't change diapers? I think they're truly traumatized. 
And I think, <laughs> no. From what, though? <laughs> I think, no, I think that's serious daddy issues. Like, if you are able to literally see your own child as an external being, mm. we're not even talking about other people's children, fine, you're not comfortable mm. with that. But your own child is mm-hmm. like, this has nothing to do with me, mm. is a seriously damaging point of view. Yeah. Like, how can you, that's a mentality that can be ready to abandon, if you ask me. Yeah. Because... If you're able to already see them as like this whole thing that has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. How do you take? bond yeah. with that child? How yeah. do you, because even like this one saying that, oh, babysitting, because when you have that mindset of thinking that looking after your kids, right, for their yeah. mom to even go out and take care of herself or like, or go to work or whatever. And you're, you're thinking that, okay, I'm babysitting my children. A man like that, can they actually pay 100% attention to children, to their children? Yeah. When just, they have that mindset of, oh, I'm just babysitting. Yeah, it's such a weird concept. Like, mm. oh, I'm forced to be around them. Sir, you chose yeah. to have them. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it's so weird. Because <laughs> I've heard that a lot. And I've always wondered about it. Like, why would anyone use the word babysitting for their children? Yeah, it's, it's definitely weird. Because shouldn't you have your daddy's time with them to bond with them? Like, you know? Yeah, I think people like men who think like that aren't fathers and we really need to distinguish the two Mm. especially like women who are only beginning to get into hypergamy like you need to be able to distinguish this is a man who is a dad and this is a man who happens to be a dad Mm. there's a difference yeah but uh, another thing i want people to know about this hypergamy because people look at the financial aspect of it yeah. they're not really looking at the whole package yeah just because a man is wealthy right doesn't mean that he's a good man yeah you have thing. to know that like people need yeah. to know that because you, like just as they're not good men in in other uh, spectrum of men like they don't have that much money yeah it's the same as much as people that have that money yeah. So people just think about, oh, I, I want like I want to be with a pygame, I want to be with a pygame, uh, like hyper guy, but they are not thinking about, okay, is this person, is it going to be a good father to, yeah. to our children? And that's, I'm really glad that you brought that up because I want be- viewers and listeners to understand that just because they're not rich doesn't mean that they can't be a hypergamous man. Mm. There are cases where literally every cent they earn they direct towards their wife Mm -hmm. and they make sure that she's good and she's taken care of yeah and that's what hypergamy is at the end of the day it's leveling up Mm -hmm. you know regardless of how rich they are if they treat you bad if they're going to treat their kids bad that's something that women you have to you you have when you're dating men going into dating like with guys these are one of the things like women needs to kind of evaluate. Yeah. With these guys, like, okay, is he gonna? Is he a man of? I don't know what everybody's um, what everybody's looking for is different, right? Yeah. What I what I'm looking for might be different from what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So we're all different, and it's fine. But at the end of the, you have to look for the quality you're looking for in that guy that you're going on a date with to make sure that like he embodies it, because yeah. a lot of people can put up like that's why like. I always read that book about Stevie Abbey, the 90 days rule. Like, I think it should be even be more than 90 day rules, you know? Mm-hmm. Stay celibate, like get to know these guys, you know? Don't jump into relationship, like, you know? Because when you jump into a relationship, you're gonna jump out yeah. right back, you know? So at the end of the day, take your time to know who this guy is. 
Because just someone financially being stable doesn't mean that they're mentally stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just completely two different things. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So what do you think about Ru reversal has husband? It's a really new concept and I don't know how I feel about it 100%. <laughs> it's, yeah, like I haven't seen it enough, to be honest, to give my full pledge. Uh, I have seen it. <laughs> but I would not that I saw it, but like I'm, I'm yeah. just someone that that think that's cool. But hey, yeah, mm. I definitely I don't think it's for me. I don't know. Like, <laughs> why is that? I think obviously, like I said earlier, men should step in with like helping make the home a home, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. But I just personally wouldn't want to be the like breadwinner of my home. Mm-hmm. I definitely think because like. There's been a lot of studies that show that like when houses are done like that, like when the woman makes more than the man, oftentimes the man feels emasculated mm-hmm. and w- tends to cheat, tends like... <laughs> I, I think I disagree with that a bit, the aspect of it. <laughs> I don't know. That's I saw a study about it. Like I mm-hmm. said, I haven't seen enough of this type of relationships to really mm-hmm. judge it. So yeah. I'm going to kind of reserve some judgment. Mm-hmm. But... Overall, I just, I don't think it's for me. What I disagree with what you're saying, what I disagree with was that um, a man that wants to cheat with cheat, regardless if yeah. he's the breadwinner or not. Like, yeah. it's just something that is engraved in DNA in him. Like, he's going to cheat if he wants yeah. to cheat. It has nothing to do with that. Like, you know, you know, but at the end of the day, like, I don't think women should dim their light down just because they don't want their men to go out and cheat because they're too successful more than them. A man that's yeah. going to cheat is going to cheat, but just make sure he's not cheating with your money. That's not, um, that's, that's what it is for no, me. But like you just said just now about dimming light, I don't mean in like that aspect, like, oh, I would dim my light. I just mean that like, I'd rather go for somebody like hypergamous. Yeah. Then, yeah. You know? Yeah, I, 100%. I will do the same. Yeah. But when it comes to that for me, right, because of the kind of person I know that I know myself to be, I just would not respect a guy that stays at home and in the name of looking after our children. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't get it. If I'm, as a woman, right, we are not, we were not created to be a provider, right? So if I can get up, get my ass up to go and make money and find my career. Because for me, that's a man that lack ambition. Because you can't just say that I want to be a, 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 a house husband. It, I'm not saying that for people that is working for it's wrong. I'm just saying that for me, yeah, I ju- it's not for me. Yeah, 100% yeah, yeah. not for me. If it's working for other people out there, kudos to you. Yeah. Right. But at the end of the day, what is the man's ambition though? And when the children are 18, what happens? It's really confusing. Like, I don't know if that's a man role. Yeah. Is there no daycare? Like like we said, it's definitely it's not for us. Mm. No, hundred percent not for me. It's not my cup of tea, you know. Like, you know, it's just it's not something I you know, no. I will actually like at all. So the man has to get up, he has to be on his feet to provide for his family like you know because at the end of the day men are they are chaser they like to chase so if you're just sitting home and i'm coming home to provide and pay the bills and you know for me like what what exactly do we have in common what are we going to talk about yeah because it was never like 
done like that in any aspect of tradition or in any form that a man should be a stay-at-home dad. For me, it's just about, I cannot, I'm not attractive to a guy that wants to stay at home doing nothing. Like, yeah. I know that there are people that work from home. Yeah, We're not talking about talking people about. like that. Yeah. We're talking about a man that just wants to be a full-time daycare daddy. Yeah. For me, it's an excuse. Yeah. I don't find men like that attractive, I'm sorry. Yeah. Because you can still be a working class man and still be able to look after your kids, just like a woman can multitask as well. Yeah. So just being at home as a full-time dad, not doing anything, saying that I'm looking after my children, why me as a woman go out and bring all the income? Yeah. I just don't, I don't respect that. Yeah. I know some people can be like, okay, what about women that stay at home to look after their children? In most cases, it's not those women's decisions. Yeah. This is what their husband or their partner is asking of them, mm -hmm. right? For me, I wouldn't accept that from my partner. Maybe maybe first year, two years of my children, like, but if I have opportunity to go out there and make something better for myself, I'm gonna take it. Yeah. Because there's daycare, there's nursing, like there's nursery, there's so many places I can put my children, like, you know, in school, like to they will be well looked after. So I can't use that excuse to just be a full-time housewives, which is like when you look around these days, like it's very hard to see women that is just full-time housewives, you know. They're still there, but it's not like as come every woman wants to be something, you know, have something of their own, you know. But for a man to just be at home and be like, I'm a full-time dad, uh, I don't know. Yeah. If it's working for people, like, kudos to them. Like, but it, it will work for me. Would that work for you? Yeah. Um, I somewhat definitely agree with you. I don't think it would work for me. Like, I iterated i don't i haven't seen enough of it but just from what i've seen alone i just don't think it's for me i'm really ambitious i'm a go-getter and i just couldn't imagine somebody like using the excuse of the children to stay at home um i understand like when it's a baby um but after that i would want somebody who's on the same like wavelength as me mm -hmm. Well said. So um, just to say this, right, because I see this a lot on social media, right? I see women proposing to their boyfriend. So would do you think you'll be, you, you're one of those women that will be okay proposing to a guy, like your partner? <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I saw a TikTok about this. Uh, you like did? Incited rage because... There's this girl, a black girl, and she said she's too traditional to get on her knee, that she would never do it. And I agreed with her, but I didn't comment anything. <laughs> God, she was getting absolutely attacked. Really? Yes. Over this? Yes. Just saying that? Yes. She was getting attacked. So who Where were the, who, who were the attackers? Um, Mister or for men? Mixed, definitely mixed. Like the top comments I saw were mainly women who have done this. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the worst part is, I just want to preface that we're not judging, but I mm. think a lot of those women were insecure about it because the way that they came out in full-fledged attack, mm. like if you were so secure about that decision about getting on your knee and proposing, I don't feel like you would care as much. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't be phased. Because the, for, for me, like if a woman have to take that part away from a guy, to propose to them it's almost like 
they are not secured in that relationship. Yeah, I, the way I see it, it's just like a if he's not gonna do it, then um, I will. Yeah, that's what it yeah, is. That's how I see it. Yeah, how does that even make sense though? Because like, uh, I, I, I don't know. It's not for me anyway. Let me start with that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not for me. Yep. Like, and I will stay in a relationship that I can see that is not moving to the direction I wanted mm. to move into at this stage of my life. Yeah. If it's like I, you have six months, six months is too is too much. Like, if we're not having those deep conversations by six months, if we're not being vulnerable with each other and being honest and going deep. And knowing where we stand six months max, like, you know, just, I'm not saying engagement six months, but like, I can, I have to see the direction of where we're going, that we're going together. Yeah. If we're not going that way, I'm not just going to wait another one year, two years, three years, and then one day propose to you and be like, darling, can you marry me, please? Yeah. I'd rather, like, I'd rather mm-hmm. have the discussion and see where his mindset is than to get on my knees. <laughs> I just, no. It's no, isn't, I won't do that. Like, yeah. what the, uh, does this woman ever think about how this man feels? Does this man go back in, like, behind clothes and have proper conversation with him and be like, you, you shouldn't have done that? What does this guy say? Because I would like to hear from them. What's their opinion? Like, you That's know. That's a good question. I don't think so. You think they don't go behind clothes and be like, shit, you shouldn't have done that? No, I don't know. Because if she felt like, obviously, these women are getting the inclination that they need to do it. So it's either that the men are dropping hints or... I don't think men do that. I think I, I don't think they do that. I think at the end of the day, right, sometimes marriage is not just for some of them. Yeah. And now you're forcing them to get married to you. And what is the repercussion for that? I wouldn't call it forced because they can always say no. Yeah, but when they are being proposed to, just like the way women are, like sometimes uh, sometimes some women will accept a ring from you because they're being pressured to accept that ring because other people like are there. public yeah. proposals. So yeah. it's yeah. hard to just humiliate your woman like that and be like, no, I don't want the ring, you know. Men, a woman can easily say that I don't want the ring, but it's very hard for men to do. They yeah. want to accept it, then go behind closer and have that proper conversation with you and be like, you shouldn't have done that. But I don't think everyone that have accepted this ring has been okay with it. Yeah, definitely. Like, we can't assume that all men have been okay with it. I'm sure that maybe even some that said yes in a moment would have rejected it later. But I definitely think majority of them are okay with it because they've just accepted that role in the relationship that, like, the woman would be the more dominating Mm. you know and yeah if it works for them it works but yeah, like it works we said them. it's not for us it's not 100% not for us guys if you're with me you need to know my ring size because I am buying you one yeah. 100% so I saw this on um, on Twitter right and I've seen this a lot as well in real life where like um, this guy is dating this girl but his mom is still bringing his ex-girlfriend around. And mind you, the ex-girlfriend cheated on him. That was the reason why they broke up and the mom is aware of this, but still, the mom still brings her around and asking her son to get back with her. That's horrible. So, and the new girlfriend is feeling uncomfortable with that. So what would you do if that was your situation? If I were the girlfriend? Mm -hmm. The new girlfriend, yeah. See, the thing with the situation is you can't blame him because let's say I'm just going to 
say for the sake of saying that he's already put that boundary up with his mom and he's told his mom like not to bring the girlfriend I don't like think that. so I, don't, I think if he has like she but won't even do that in the first place so toxic some moms are like I actually I even saw a TikTok I'm not sure if this is the exact same story mm-hmm. but I did see a TikTok where um the mom kept bringing around the ex-girlfriend because she just happened to like her and she didn't like the new girlfriend that was simply what it was she just didn't like the new girlfriend Mm -hmm. and she continued to bring her around and disrespect the boundaries and i think in this situation like let's say he's still living with his mom then yeah the new girlfriend isn't gonna win and she should just move on but if this is a case where like they can avoid it as much as possible then yeah and if it's the case that he needs to put up boundaries more boundaries and the mom's not respecting those boundaries and he needs to cut communications with her temporarily if he sees a future with the relationship then he will do it i will have a problem with this in the sense that i would just leave and i will tell you why yeah a lot of situations like that you will not win yeah because uh, because a lot of women were saying online that the new girlfriend should make the mom like her and i was like what no. kind of bullshit is that oh yeah she's already disrespected you as a woman yeah. i don't care if she's your boyfriend's mom you should never tolerate that yeah because like as a mom you have to have believed that you've raised your son to know what is best for him yeah and especially because the ex-girlfriend cheated like that's horrible that's horrible yeah like so, if he's trying to heal and you keep bringing around that trauma I, it's the way I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it from the perspective that the mom obviously has some trauma as well. Mm, it does. Um, it does. It, she doesn't respect yeah, her son. No, and she clearly doesn't respect his decisions because Mm-mm. she's trying to force him to get back with the ex-girlfriend if she keeps bringing him around. Yeah, her around. I mean, but the thing, is, the thing is that if she, if he has a strong boundaries with her, I don't think he, she would do that. As toxic as she might be, like she won't do that because she'll be worried about losing her son. But because I feel like it doesn't have a clear boundary with her. Yeah. Because obviously he, she doesn't, like, I think she just raised him in a certain way. She, like, she doesn't look at it like she's looking like a bad mom. Because obviously if you raise your son with morals, like you should know that, okay, I raised my son well to know that this is not okay. And the fact that you know that they get cheated, you might have liked the girl, but you have to respect your son's decision and be like, you, like, you cheated on my son. But is I that can't. something that needs to be said? Somebody who cheated on your son. Yeah, but, she, but obviously the around. woman doesn't have like, you know, morals. Like for you, like no standard, nothing. For you to even be, I don't care if you don't like the new girlfriend, right? Yeah. You don't have to like her. You just have to respect her as a woman as well. Yeah. So for the fact that you have to, does she have to bring the ex-girlfriend to her son? And encourage her son to take back the ex-girlfriend that cheated on on you know so yeah. it's just like does she even love her son yeah like that's that's horrible because with the enabling of the mother so obviously the ex-girlfriend knows that no matter what she does now she has the support so let's even say that he takes her back she's just gonna do worst because clearly the mother has shown loyalty towards her rather than her own son that that makes me think about what kind of a woman is she yeah because why would she normalize that yeah that's really awful i can be very as sweet as my uh, uh, like your brother any of your brother's girlfriend when they have a girlfriend they'll be like okay like i really like this girl but if you cheat on my son i'm not gonna get involved yeah i might still like you but i'm not gonna tell my son to 
to take it back and I'm not going to bring you to my son yeah. and disrespect his relationship. Yeah, if it comes down to it, then have a private relationship with the ex-girlfriend, but don't bring it around the son. And another perspective I'm looking at it from is kind of in a insensual, like emotional relationship mm -hmm. because the way I'm seeing is she could be a very manipulating woman who has tasks very with the ex-girlfriend and is using her as a coy mm -hmm. to control the relationship. Yeah. Maybe she has control issues where she feels like at least she can control the relationship with the ex-girlfriend yeah. and her son. Mm -hmm. And maybe this new girlfriend is threatening to her because this new girlfriend is Obviously, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. So She knows who she is in the relationship. So. Yeah. And that's actually, that's so important in hypergamy mm -hmm. like we often talk about the men and the toxicity but when you marry into a fa and a man you're also yeah. marrying into the family yes and it's really important that when you're being hypergamous you also take into context the family mm -hmm. because it's so hard to start a hypergamous relationship if the family is against you it is so away. hard it is so hard yeah. and you need a man that can stand by you yeah no, you need a man that can stand by you. You just don't need a man that overlooked things and be like, oh, you know, my mom just overlook her. You know, that's yeah. how my mom is. Yeah. A man that talks like that, you should run. Because yeah. like you, you have a, a massive battle ahead of you. Yeah. And you're always going to be alone. Yeah. Even in the situation, let's say that he has some sort of a backbone and he's like against what the mom is doing completely. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, she's clearly shown you where her loyalty is and it will never be towards you. And if times get tough, you already have that against you. Mm -hmm. Is that the relationship you want to go into? Yeah, that, no. It's not hypergamous. Yeah, no, because you have to think about the father when, because like, in every relationship there's up and down. Yeah. So, and he's, he's going to go to his mom and what kind of advice do you think she's she's going to give to him? Exactly. You know, those are the kind of women that will know that their son is cheating on you and still support their son cheating on you behind your back. Yeah, in and this just case, don't care. she's literally bringing around the girl. Yeah, she's already doing that yeah. at the, this early stage of their relationship, yeah. you know. It's a red flag for me, mm -hmm. to, to the no-no for me. So, Zena, what advice do you have for people listening today? I think my biggest advice is confidence in the choices you make um referring back to all the things we've spoken about today it's mainly about if you're confident in the choice you make and you're secure in it mm. you'll be fine like for example the marriage and how i saw women attacking that woman just for being secure in her own like beliefs mm -hmm. at the end of the day those people can say whatever they want to say but if they were so secure in their decisions they wouldn't feel the need to attack yeah, you made the one with the ring. Yeah. So I think just looking back from all our stories, even the last story that we just spoke about, about how the girl is already being threatened, like if she is secure, she's a hypergamous woman, let's just put it in that context, and the man is willing to grow with her, and in order to grow, he needs to cut off his mom, and he's willing to do that, and she stays secure, then she'll be fine. But if it's the case where she is allowing this disrespect to continue then it will continue you know you have to make your decisions for what's best for you and you have to be secure in them yeah for me i just feel like you can't be loyal to people that is not loyal to you yeah you have to watch the footstep he's taking with his mom yeah like it's not even for me it's not mostly about cutting that off it's about putting boundaries in place yeah like if he's not even trying and he's trying to make it to just accept the mom because oh you know my mom is like that yeah. or she's crazy try to laugh it off 
you should like that means something in him as well still wants that girl so you have to be careful with men like that men that can make decisions are not for you so you're going to be alone not just in that situations alone mm -hmm. it's going to be like that in every aspect of their relationship like when they have children she have to always have that masculine energy to step in to make decisions like you know and you don't want that because you can already see it with the kind of relationship he has with his mom I hope he's standing up for her and I hope he's like really putting boundaries in place with the mom. And if he has to kind of remove himself from the mom situation right now, like don't speak to the mom for like a month or two for the mom to understand like how serious he's taking it. Like, you know, I think that might be needed, like it's necessary as well. Yeah. And when it comes to the situation with Faith Evans, I really think that she should have protected herself. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is why women really need to study more about prenups you know because like you shouldn't even be in any relationship with like a person that you don't know because tvj have actually shown this woman the kind of a guy that he is like mm -hmm. all true like I've, I've known about this guy on reality tv now like for years and he has never disappointed me like he's been the same person consistently yeah. and why would you ignore that when someone is telling you this is who i am mm -hmm. so you have to take them as who they told you that they are. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to the 50-50 as old, you have to know what you want. If that's what you want, that's fine. And if that's not what you want, maybe that's not a relationship for you. Exactly. And when it comes to like, uh, role reviser has husband, is not for me. Yeah, again, you have to think about it if that's for you and if it's for you, oh that's well, fine. that's fine too. No one is judging. And when it comes to the ring situation, it's not for me as well and if it's for you kudos to you yeah you know but if you know that you're a pagamist woman and you want a man that can treat you well that can respect you that can give you financial stability you can't go around chasing them with ring so it's something that you have to kind of take a look at mm -hmm. you know so to everyone listening to us today how are you guys looking at christmas i hope everyone is so excited for christmas because i am yeah so and if you don't celebrate christmas then happy holidays happy holidays and to everyone listening to us you can find us on youtube you can find us on apple podcast and everywhere else you listen to your podcast and you can find my blog on iammerilawal.com instagram i am merilawal and zainab where you can, can i find me you? on instagram at zainab underscore okay happy holidays and Happy Christmas to everyone. So talk to you soon. Love you all. Bye.